It's important to too when you beat somebody, give them some grace because then they won't come back and shoot you. Probably is yeah. it? That's my always my thing well, about it. People forget the art of grace, and yeah. to go in grace sometimes, and to go with grace, mm-hmm. and to go with grace, and in grace, and not to show your ass at the Stevie B's Pizza because they're out of macaroni and cheese and hamburger pizza. Did you do this? No, I mean I haven't. I've seen. <laughs> I, I've seen I've, I've, times. Are you sure you didn't every do this? time I've ever yeah, been to a I've seen people lose their shit because there was no hamburger, macaroni, and cheese pizza. Yeah. At the, you can order you can order whatever you want though at the Stevie yeah, Bees. Yeah. What happens when that it, macaroni runs out? It takes fifteen to twenty minutes to get a pizza sent to your table, Tarver. That's an that's why question. You know that like what happens when we used to be Stevie B Stevie Bees pros. Yeah. I don't know how your experience was, but we used to go to the river. All the time. And yeah. when you go on the river, especially we would do like four hours pretty regularly, you, uh, you work up a um, powerful appetite. Mm. You come into CVBs like five, six deep of, of like young, smelly, hungry big boys. And, mm. you know, we come in and we everything, first thing you do is you go right up and you're like, hey, I want this pizza. And everybody at the table orders their pizza to be made. Yeah. While that's happening, that's when you hit all the favorites. You, hit, yep, the, the you hit the potato. You hit yep. the bacon. You uh-huh. hit, you know, the mac and cheese if they got it. You yep. hit any, like, uh, yeah. pepper or uh, sausage the, if they have anything. You turn the, the plain cheese and spinach pizza that's real greasy. Yeah. You, you turn the buffet into hors d'oeuvres. Yeah, those are the right. hors d'oeuvres. That's and, a big pro move. Because yeah. now what you have to imagine is for... John Goodman's from Oh Brother Where Art Thou walk yeah. into your Stevie B's. <laughs> There's right. more, yeah, yeah. And like, and it's just like, thank you for granting me that conversational hiatus, gentlemen. There are those who attempt conversation <laughs> and digestion at the same time. I find it coarse and vulgar. <laughs> you have to. That's why you order your your special. Oh, barbecue pizza, pizza, barbecue bacon barbecue pizza. pizza. Oh, oh no. my god, that barbecue yeah. baked potato pizza. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was all, all all that. Like, so we just we clean them out, mm-hmm. we crush them. Yeah, and then we like you know you be making our pizzas, and that's that's really how you rock CVBs. And then you you know you spend the next hour shitting. Yeah, after you're done eating, and then the next couple hours and just regret. Yeah. And sleep usually sleep. They're at least being laid at, laid upon something. See, I like to regret while I sleep. Yeah. That that way I can just kind of two birds one yeah. stone it. Could you imagine really doing the Stevie B's run like we used to today? Woo! I would do it. I would try and do it like like a rich guy orders martinis at a at a high end restaurant. I would just be like, I'll need a mac and cheese pizza, and then I'll need mac and cheese pizzas every ten minutes. <laughs> Until I leave your establishment, I'll put it to you this way: I would crush anyone that dared <laughs> to try you at the Stevie B's. Yeah, I believe you. I mean, I, I'm talking crust for crust. You know, you you've always because you been, don't you don't eat the crust. You don't eat the fuck. That's how you, you don't eat. Well, the that's crust. how you keep track. That's how you keep track. Yeah, the competition. Crust for crust. Fucking salad for salad. You eat salads at CBBs? Well, you goddamn right I do. You gotta have something to to pass on. I just yeah, let it man. all sit in my stomach like a rock. Because <laughs> if, if you don't, if you don't utilize the salad, then everything like like you need lubrication for the gullet. Liam, tell, Liam, explain. I understand the like, salad in general, but just when I'm at CBBs, I'm not thinking in terms of balance in my diet. But one, I haven't been at CBBs in. 15 years there's no straight longer up. one in our city 
but I mean, not 15, but probably about 10. Since yeah. I was in my, I haven't been in Stevie B since I was in my early 20s. So I, I don't even know how I'd behave in there anymore. I would probably act reckless in the arcade. God, I'm I, I don't feel like the arcade felt like we were too big even then. It was, yeah, it was but just now, filled with like little kids. Man, well, now I would, I would none of us eradicate have kids. all of them. I just, none of us have kids. I just, I would just love walk going in there. To- Maybe, you know, fart one, two times, and then just be like, anybody else interested in being in here? Man, no. I, I would just love going to the arcade, right. and there'd be like How about dude, we let Liam play a little skee-ball? There'd be a dude at the too arcade thing, like, where you, like, turn in the tickets to get the prizes. There's some dude in there. It's, it's a white dude with dreadlocks. Is it problematic? Probably. I don't give a shit. It was the 90s. Who gives a fuck? And I'd go up, and I'd hand him all these tickets, and I would be like, hey, man, can I get the... And he'd be like, I mean, you can have whatever the fuck you want, dude. And I'd be like, straight up? And he'd be like, yeah, man, you want this fucking, like, glows? I mean, yo-yo shit. And I was like, I don't have enough tickets. He's like, dude, do you think I care? <laughs> and he just hand me all this shit. <laughs> those were the days, man. <laughs> like, those were the days. Yeah. R.I.P. Stevie B's. Even, I mean, I'm sure you're around somewhere, but just not around me or in my heart. Mm-hmm. And his disrespect, for he is pleading the case of the prosecution by his contempt for all that is holy. I object, I object, I object. On what grounds? Is it possible that something is holy to the celebrated agnostic? Yes. The individual human mind. In a child's power to master the multiplication table, there is more sanctity than in all your shouted amens and holy holies and hosannas. Welcome to Tap Snaps. I'm your host, Blake Weatherly. Join me by... Uh, join me by... I regret making that... Uh, fart joke. I feel like it kind of went over poorly. And That's okay. If it had been well received, it would have been like okay. But now I just applauded, feel, <laughs> acclaimed. Now I, now I just feel a little like gross. I like I, you for being like openly. I respect you for being openly uh, introspective. In I call moment. I call yeah. it running it back. Like I had a joke the other day where I was talking. I said to I you. like you. I like you. <laughs> like we're in, we're in like kindergarten. It's just another reason you know, why I, just, I like you. Yeah. It's just I like you. Yeah. I made a joke the other day with a very special person, and it was like overtly like it was like set up. It was like set, I'll go ahead and say it. It was a let set, it go. It, I'll, I'll go ahead and fucking let say it. it go. It, it was set up for a dick sucking joke. Okay? okay. And it was wide out there and I made the dick sucking joke. Okay. I'm not ashamed, <laughs> but, but after I said it, I went, can I run that back? Cause like, <laughs> I, cause like after saying it, I feel really sleazy mm-hmm. and yeah. like, and like, and I know like me and you have, a rapport, a rapport, and like maybe I could say things like that. And you like I know you don't really care, and you, but you, and like it doesn't bother you at all that I said it, but it but it bothers me. You feel like I think you're like, better. It, than that. It, it bothers. I am better than that. It, it bothers me, and that Liam's was, better it, than that part. Too, was, too, yeah, man. exactly, and that's why I understand, and that's why I say run it back. You can and never be afraid to run it back. To run it. I back. just felt like time out. Redo. Redo. Kids, kids are like kind of scary as an adult. Yeah, I mean, I guess it depends on how you approach interactions with kids. Because, yeah. like, me, if I wouldn't... So, in my mind, when you were telling that joke, I was thinking of myself in a Stevie B's uh, arcade and being like, okay, I feel really uncomfortable being around all of these children. Why? Who are unsupervised. Oh. Because it is just me, a lone adult, around a bunch of people's kids for no other reason but to play some old shitty games. Damn. So, already, I'm just going to be like... Just 
focus on what you're doing. Don't fucking <laughs> no, interact with these fucking children because I don't blinders. want I don't want a child to come talk to me and me be like, hey, look here, blah 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 blah. A parent come around and be like, what the fuck are you doing talking to my fucking kids? See, I took that in the whole opposite direction because you were like, you know, it's just me and it's just a bunch of the unintended kids. And I was like, and I know, and if one of them fucking talks up or like walks up and starts talking that fucking heat, I can't <laughs> I can't be held responsible for the fucking savagery I'm gonna lay on this little fucking kid at the fucking big claw machine. He comes yeah. up, he's like, you're fat, and you're hogging the machine. I'm like, Santa Claus isn't real and your mother doesn't fucking love you yeah. i'm like why don't you get fucked <laughs> santa and claus isn't real and your mom fucked your dad yeah that would that would probably enjoy be that yeah I, I, what do you think about that here's some free tokens it's awesome being an adult <laughs> you should just like grab a toy yeah because it acts because then in the movie you the, this is the opening credit scene then you put your name tag on and you there are no rules for me i'm an adult welcome to stevie b's so the b is to call attention blank. to myself by like farting was mortifying to me that's what i was gonna say you farted, like, in, near, you farted near the children if i'm saying if i did it would call attention they'd be like Ew! and i'll yell and i'd be like oh, i'm so embarrassed no i'd just be like ah <laughs> Just scream now! You're like an adult. First of all, you're a big adult around a bunch of kids farting and screaming. Nobody's gonna pin the fart on me. All right, this was a in my mind. Liam's it was, like, Liam's like, I'll tell you one. In my mind, is. I was, I was, I, 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 I just, I, I took a like a you crop, crop dust, a crop dust and laugh, crop dust them. and then it's just like little kids would be like, oh no, and like run off. You're a fucking as, terrorist, as little kids are wont to do. And then I get to play all the skee ball and Tekken one that I get, that I please. <laughs> Probably an adult will walk by and smell the fart. Be like, Did you just blow up the arcade? I'm just like, no, nah, man, these kids, like, you gotta stop uh, feeding them. Nasty. These kids, man. But I blame the light ranch. Normal ranch doesn't do this. This whatever additive they're putting in the light ranch mm-hmm. is doing this. Mm-hmm. So all Probably the kids. Be- yeah, that's funny. That's funny. Just out crazy, and that well, and that, that you have to commit to go full crazy. Well, point. yeah, 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 for sure. It, it just it just was like it's five G. Am I right? And they'd be like, oh, mm-hmm, back away. Yeah. <laughs> so just I just like, feel like also, if I spend enough time in the fucking arcade at the Stevie B's, I, I could like have an uprising form where I, I could be like, you know what, kids? Parents, <laughs> parents lie. Oh Is that a new record? <laughs> yeah, it's a new record. He's like, in? Blake's got another, he's got a cult uprising. 10 and minutes I, in. And I'm like, I'm like, did you actually know these tokens that they give us? Are worthless. <laughs> yes, they would all know. <laughs> very, very much like the same money that occupies the wallets of everyone in here. So like, like, what's actually, money? We're just I'd, using quarters. And I'd like buy Hoge coin and cummies. <laughs> God. And then you get arrested. And then, then you yeah, get arrested right, right, for right, sure. Right, right, right. You're just like, anyway. yeah, he started screaming about cummies in front of a bunch of 10 year olds. So. <laughs> so, speaking of being arrested, Liam, <laughs> go ahead and take us into our first article. From the AP, USPS has shorted some workers' pay for years, CPI finds. Oh, just to let you know, this is a really long article, it's very and dense. there's no way that you're going to be able to read all of it in the Liam Reads. No, yeah, yeah. I, I read it okay. already. I'm going to just hit some highlights, and all we'll right. talk about it. Liam Reads. Also, cummies is like infantilizing the word, and you're saying it to children. It's super gross. It's Twice the, as bad. It's, it's super gross. It's the name of a token. It is a ER20 token that is traded on multiple platforms. Yeah, and you can and scream right, that in the back of the cop car. And, 
Nancy Campos's back ached as she loaded more than 100 Amazon packages onto her truck. Ayo. The 59-year-old grandmother, a male character. Hey, yo, <laughs> Nancy <laughs> fucking killing it. I was just like her back ache. Nancy and I was like, hey, the 59-year-old grandmother, a mail carrier for the U.S. Postal Service, had worked 13 days in a row without a lunch break, and now she was delivering on the Martin Luther King Jr. holiday to keep up with a never-ending flow of boxes. At the end of her shift that January day, Campos filled out her timesheet. Then she took a picture of it for proof. Quote, I knew what was going to happen, said Campos, who delivered some mail in Midland, Texas. Quote, because it happens every pay period. Two weeks later, when she checked her pay stub in the payroll system, she said she was missing six hours of overtime pay. That added up to about $201 in lost wages, a week's worth of groceries. Postal workers across the country share her frustration. Uh, and then they get into where the story was brought to them by uh, the Center for Public Integrity, which is a nonprofit news organization based in Washington, D.C. Uh, essentially, they, they, they've, they've humanized it, but we want to get to what's happening is there's a widespread incidents of wage theft that's been going on for years systemically throughout the postal service um and this is the usps specifically um continuing liam reads the postal service regularly cheats males at mail carriers out of their pay according to a center for public integrity investigation managers at hundreds of post offices around the country have illegally underpaid hourly workers for years arbitrators and federal investigators have found Private arbitration records tell part of the story. From 2010 to 2019, at least 250 managers in 60 post offices were caught changing mail carriers' time, sheet, time cards to show them working fewer hours, resulting in unpaid wages, according to a batch of arbitration award summaries obtained by Public Integrity for cases filed by one of the three major postal unions. Supervisors found to be cheating were rarely disciplined, often receiving only a warning and more or more training. In four cities... Arbitration documents show post office managers continued to alter time cards after promising union leaders they would stop. Since 2005, meanwhile, the Postal Service has been cited by the federal government 1,150 times for underpaying letter carriers and other employees, including one case that involved 164 violations, according to the Labor Department data obtained through a Freedom of Information Act request. The agency determined that those workers lost about $659,000 in pay but it allowed the Postal Service to pay back less than half after negotiations with the agency, a common practice at the Labor Department. About 19% of the cases did not indicate whether the Postal Service paid back employees. So, <laughs> to summarize, yo, they're shorting these people of their overtime pay, and sometimes their regular pay, in, in much smaller increments. Mm -hmm. They're being found out. They're having complaints labored against them. They're going into arbitration, which is... You know, it's a it's essentially a private process, mm -hmm. and they're being found to be obviously in the wrong. They're being ordered to pay back, but sometimes you know not nearly as much as they owe. Right? They are not necessarily doing that, correct? And, and they're avoiding punishment pretty much entirely. Like it goes on later to give an instance of a guy who had multiple complaints against him was found to have intentionally not just like fudged numbers, but forged a signature of an employee mm -hmm. on a time card. And he was 
not even relieved of his position temporarily. He was just not allowed to access time cards until he had retaken a training. Liam, correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah. <laughs> isn't isn't this forced arbitration part of some kind of agreement of their employment contract? Yeah, yeah which is pretty standard for yeah. most for a lot of employment contracts. Yeah. So like, like if if we fuck up, we'll handle it in house. In house. Yeah. Essentially. And, and I mean, the, these and arbitrators, though, are fine. They're, the arbitrators are not mincing their words. They're being like, okay, so this is heinous, and it's hella, widespread. It's hella fucked up. Yeah, and yeah. it's theft. Like, they're mincing no words. They're calling it wage theft. They're like, this is despicable. You guys are totally in the wrong. And they're all like, oh, yeah, that's crap. What? It was just a, an error. They're like, it happened. Uh, we have 1,100 complaints. One complaint encompasses 164 in- instances of this. So it's like, oh, that's a lot of uh, technical typo errors. So, yeah, they're going in and they're deleting people's hours yeah. right out of the computer. Huh. Um, we, it is theft. I mean, it's theft and it's theft to the degree of, you know. The the thing that concerns billions me. Billions of dollars, in, I think, in total. The thing yeah. that concerns me is to where is the excess money going? Because it's not like so simply that, like, um, let's say, you know, we this is the United States Postal Office of the Tap Snap Studio, mm-hmm. and Tarver's been putting in countless and countless hours editing these episodes, and he does a great job, and he's very talented. Liam sometimes does stuff here, too. And um, I just go Do in, I? and I uh, <laughs> yeah. and and I, I come in obviously as the person who runs shit. There you go, and signs all the checks. The supervisor. I'm gonna keep. No, no, no. no. What? I'm not gonna say scenario. supervisor, but I'm just saying like I make the decisions, <laughs> and, I, and I sign the checks. Cool hat, by the way. Thank you. And I come in, and I'm like, you know what? <sighs> Tarver worked an extra six hours. I'm gonna go ahead and take about four of them. Kind of write them off. Mm-hmm. Just delete them. Like that never happened. Yeah. It's not like they're shifting them away. They're not shifting. They're literally but, but, going uh, into their time card or timesheet and taking them out. But my, like, but you my, work till what? Eight o'clock. No, nah, you work till five, nah, Blair. But this is five. my point. I would have took Tarver's hours and put them into mine and taken his money. So here's the deal. Where's this money going? Listen here. Like, here's yeah, the deal. That, that, that's here's the I, deal, man. Hey. Here's the deal, fat. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, listen, fat. Listen, fat. <laughs> here's the deal. The post office is one of very few agencies that has to pay up front for its employees' retirement. So they are hemorrhaging money. So they are deeply, deeply, deeply in debt. Mm-hmm. Because they can't, they, they can't just be like, we are worth X amount. We have our, our pension fund invested in the, like, you know, in these ways and that fund is worth this amount. So we're going to be able to pay no biggie. They're congressionally obligated to be able to pay their pensions, like their pension funds right now, like right this second. Uh-huh. And they're operating deeply in debt. Like they just had to get a $10 billion loan from the government to pay off some of their debts because they're crumpling. And well, that ain't shit. If they would just capitulate the Taliban, could, <laughs> that's okay. exactly I mean, right. I'm just saying, like, like I mean, if the if the post office would just capitulate, post office could maybe use you. Yeah, they could definitely use. I don't some know arms. if you're ready for but the see, streets, that, but I think the, you're ready for the. But see, that's the thing that bothers me is it's like okay, so all these accounting errors, all these things that are going wrong, all this money that's going missing that isn't going into these people's paychecks. Where the fuck is this money going to? Well, but and well, first of all, the money is not going. So the money is just not it's doesn't not, it's exist. not being spent. So yeah. no, let's take for instance, you work sixty hours, right? And you're like rubbing your hands together. You're like, I'm gonna get me a fat old paycheck, and then I just come in and go, 
Here's your 40 hours. 40 hours. Way to go. So there's no money because your hours don't exist. Yeah. Because uh, you didn't work them because I said so. It's not being paid to anybody. Okay. Uh, now. Okay. Now, there is money going to people. And to continue on what Liam was saying, because the post office is doing so poorly, they have offered, and th- there's no confirmation of this, but it has been said by several employees of the post office that managers and supervisors are paid, are they are guaranteed an annual raise mm-hmm. if they keep the amount of overtime of their division uh, down so that's because these supervisors aren't yeah. they're, they're not motivated by anything but money and advancement just exactly. like everyone else yeah, in the yeah, fucking yeah. world is so yeah. yeah they're not a bunch of like evil supervisors so they are incentivized yeah to do this and now they're shown that they're protected even when caught yeah yeah so, so like, if i don't have to give 10 people two money then i We'll make two money. Yeah. <laughs> and this is going to be one of the last times you'll hear me say it again. Every now and again, I agree with China. That when, <laughs> that when you occupy a position within the government and you intentionally abuse that position yeah. for your own profit, you m- might get your hand cut off. We got a great story about China later in here, too. Yes. Um, oh, you need to know how to say your name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I probably... Just, Jaway. Okay. I just got it up for later. We'll on. just check. I'm, I might be wrong. Just for later on. <laughs> no, I mean, it's it's horrific and it is it is just theft. I mean, you, there's no wiggling around it. It's it's yeah. theft and it's probably some of the worst theft that you can do because you're you're robbing hardworking people out of their deserved pay. Yeah. And, you know, when you work, you sacrifice your time for this money. So you're robbing people of their time, yeah. which is yeah. the great, uh, to me, the greatest thing that you can take from someone. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like you're robbing them of their time and of their money. Right. Like, yeah. You're so you're, you're doubly robbing. Yeah. You're, you're supposed to be compensating them for mm-hmm. their time. But instead, they're wasting their time for no money. And I I, I believe that, uh, I, I think that this story breaking will snowball and, uh, I know that, I mean, there's going to be consequences. Yeah. Hope, I don't know if complete justice will be done. I mean, um, everyone can think back in a time in their life where you had time wasted. Yeah. And it was worth way more to you than any amount of money. Yeah. But the simple fact that they wasted both your time and didn't pay you. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's just. It's yeah. like to be stolen from Ooh. by wasting. Yeah. Time. It's like. Ooh, ooh, that's tough. I would yeah. be incensed. And these that's workers tough. are so, like, they're entrenched in the Postal Service. They have spent, you don't want to leave the Postal Service if you've, if you've put a significant amount of your life in there because of the retirement benefits, the pension that you're owed. Yeah. All these things that are incentive, the insurance that you'll get throughout your life for having a government position, they're stuck, they're trapped, and they're being taken advantage of. Because even if they complain about it, and even if they win their complaint, nothing will happen. Yeah, There's no guarantee that they will, one, receive their money in any sort of a timely manner or at all. Or two, that the person who has been dicking them will be even removed as their direct supervisor. You know, and that person is just a puppet of the guy above him. Yeah, there's got to be some... Some link somewhere from like upper upper management 
that's going out because it's such a widespread thing. It's happening. They have instances, California, nine, Texas, nine Nashville. Yeah. And I mean like, and one of the, and a huge wealth of data from one of the unions specifically that employs like, or that contains like 45% of the postal workers workforce. It's like, it's incredibly widespread. And you know that this has to come down from the top because like there's the only somebody that's working on a, on a, like a large scale view of the postal service would incentivize this level of theft. Yeah. Like this level of, like it would have to come from like a federal level basically to be this widespread among States. Like there's gotta be some sort of communication where like in some weird, you know, it's probably very corporately worded basically being like, all right, so you're receiving this bonus for, X, Y, and Z reason. And that translates to like, good job fucking stealing. with the time cards. Yeah. Stealing from your employees. Drop the fucking guillotine. I'm so tired of it, man. Just, well, like, get, just drop the guillotine. At least have a consequence. <laughs> Not just be like, oh, I had to watch a training video. Yeah, they're, they're getting I, trained. How to properly yeah. work the time card I, system. I, I guarantee, goddamn, <laughs> to you, they reach for that time card and then a fucking blade drops and severs their hand from the wrist <laughs> up. I bet you fewer mistakes are made. <laughs> and I bet you when they, they are made, they're owned up really quickly. And see, and I hate to say it, but it's like the more and more. When shit like that happens, I agree with China. Oh, you let lead poisoning into a baby formula factory? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're all, yeah, hang everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, everyone's executed. It's weird how you're starting to become like a China sympathizer. I, I'm, it's all part of the capitulation process. Yeah, well, exactly. Because he's, yeah, exactly. Capitulate exactly. to, have, to the Taliban, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. which eventually capitulate well, to well, China right now we're capitulating inside to Afghanistan. Re- to the People's Republic of China. Yeah. yeah. And the People's Republic of China are capitulating to the Taliban. Mm-hmm. And then eventually the South Side of Macon yeah. will capitulate to. Um, or we get you over there mining some of them REMs, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Them rare, them rare. Oh, 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 sorry. I, I didn't know I, what he was saying either, yeah, but yeah, I just yeah. backed him up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I appreciate you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he said them I, REMs. I, I was like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't even like REM. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I'm, they grow those bands, but, you know? but I will yeah. capitulate for some REMs. <laughs> I fuck. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go on a gold. I will team up with Matthew McConaughey and old what's-his-dumbass name and go <laughs> drive my boat to the Sahara. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Steve Zahn. Steve Zahn. Steve Zahn. God damn, he sucks. Oh, and Rain Wilson up in there, too? Yeah. A Panama! Rain Wilson. That's a terrible movie. That's a name you haven't heard in a while. Oh, it's fun. That's a real bad movie. Liam, take us into our next article. Yes, indeed. Uh, from... <laughs> From news.com.au. Hell yeah. They do shit differently in Australia. Hell yeah, they do. China erases billionaire actress Zhao Wei from history. Let's check that pronunciation, player. You got it pulled up. When I first saw Nick Bradley. That's not Zhao Wei. This is a uh, pronunciation guide that is two minutes and 12 seconds long. Zhao Wei. Zhao Wei. Zhao Wei. Zhao Wei. Zhao Wei. Zhao Wei. China erases billionaire actress Zhao Wei from history. Liam reads. I need my chicken and my McNugget. 
She has millions of adoring fans. She's worth billions of dollars. But Beijing has all but erased actress Zhao Wei from history, and they won't say why. Zhao's name won't be immortal. Her entire internet existence has been scrubbed. All serials and chat shows featuring her have vanished from major Chinese online streaming sites. She no longer even appears in the online credits for the movie she appears in. Yeah, that's nobody can erase you like China can erase you. Maybe North Korea, but China, that's no. It's like you, you get gone. Well, in North Korea, don't even have internet. Yeah, that's true. They're like, we'll just fucking we'll into- we just shoot you and burn your family. We'll turn you into a myth. Discussing why is being censored on social media. Zhao Wei shot to fame in the late 1990s in China's most successful television series ever, My Fair Princess. Since then, she's progressed from being an A-list actress to director, pop singer, and businesswoman. Such success under Chairman uh, Deng Xiaoping's policy of, quote, opening up China and embracing the incentives of private enterprise made Zhao very wealthy. But her business empire struck trouble under Xi Jinping. Xi Jinping. Zhao was accused of being unpatriotic for hiring a Taiwanese actor to play a leading role, uh, to play a leading actor in a 2016 film. Beijing had that choice overturned. Shortly after, Zhao's business business acquisitions began to attract close regulatory and taxation scrutiny. Last month, a public relations agency she owns became embroiled in a nationalistic scandal after one of its clients, actor uh, Zhang Jahan, took a selfie while visiting Japan's Yasukuni War Dead Shrine. On Saturday, reports emerged on Chinese news sites that Zhao had fled the country on a private jet and was spotted at Bordeaux Airport in France, where she and her husband, uh, Wang Yulong, own a vineyard. Now Zhao appears to have become the highest profile victim of a Chinese Communist Party crackdown on celebrities and billionaires. Beijing is worried about personality cults, at least any not centered on Xi Jinping. Xi Jinping, a quote, Xi Jinping thought, is now compulsory teaching at schools. Quote, Xi Jinping urges features in almost every state-controlled news report. But the lives and acts of entertainment celebrities remain much more popular on social media chat rooms. Little wonder celebrity fan culture is not something she considers to be a Chinese characteristic. Characteristic. And then I thought that just to kind of like wrap all this up, the cancel culture section of this article I thought was interesting where it says that uh, Chinese National Radio and Television Administration in 2018 ordered the banishment of actors whose, quote, morality is not noble, mm-hmm. who was, quote, tasteless, vulgar, and obscene, or whose, quote, ideological level is low and have no class. All must ban, quote, actors with stains, scandals, and problematic moral integrity. I, okay, hold on. Twitter warriors. <laughs> Just so you understand... The critiques of your practice of canceling people and trying to call them out. (laughs) China has co-opted your stance on getting rid of celebrities. Just so you know who your bedfellows are. It's not even even hyperbole anymore to say you're like a communist, you know, repressive group. That you're that you actually are brown shirts. You actually are marching around the internet, destroying people. You actually are. Just want. I just want to be clear. I'm not even sure she. Like, I'm not even sure that this is just. I mean, no, no, no. It's not. Please, please scroll up. Please, this is this is really important. Scroll, scroll up to where it says the offenses that she was. All right, she got in trouble for. All right, she she got an initial trouble for being unpatriotic for hiring a Taiwanese actor to play a leading role in a film. Yeah. Not please be aware too, that this woman had a lot going on. Her oh, other way, that, critique that didn't even happen. Yeah. She, she casted him, but then and the choice got overturned. got overturned a Taiwanese actor. So just acknowledging a person from Taiwan as an, as a human, 
And then she, she got in another trouble because one of the uh, talents that her agency, because she has a talent agency, which is just nuts, represents, took a picture at a shrine. In Japan. In Japan. That, that I think was uh, where a lot of Japanese, uh, probably where a lot of Chinese people kill Japanese people or, or something, whatever. It's 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 piece of the history. I, we should look that up, actually. Look yeah. look that up so I know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's not that important. It's a fucking picture. It's right. A but, it, but it's a picture at a place just acknowledging that something happened. Yeah. Yeah, okay. The controversial Yasukuni and Nogi shrines in Tokyo. Uh, the... This is good podcasting right here. Tell you what, boy. Yes. That's all I needed. That's all I needed. All right. Well, the Google search would be better, but... He apologized. It's they, a shrine. They're just Yeah, it's just described as shrines or yeah. some type of memorial. It contains the remains of... Four, of 14 convicted Class A war criminals, including uh, wartime Prime Minister Hideki Dojo, who was executed by a military tribunal by hanging. Okay. Well, okay. So he went to place and he took a picture. There's no context with it. It's just literally him wearing a Chicago Bulls jacket in front of a building. That's it. It's a beautiful shrine. Get rid of him. But, like, so, but I, I would say even Twitter warriors. Don't even worry about it, baby, because you're not the Communist Party because you have no power. This is what. But if you if you follow your 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 desires to their logical conclusion, and you can actually erase people, but they like what you're doing, then that's <laughs> they vibe with you. Jeez. You want to know who who vibes with you? China. Communist China vibes with China, you. China's on the like shit. that's your boy, Xi right Jinping. Mm-hmm. Xi Jinping's like, oh yeah, I like them cancel culture motherfuckers. That's, them, them's my boys right there. He's like, what you talking about? Oh, what are we banning them for? Oh yeah, yeah, morality. Yeah, being yeah, obscene, yeah, whatever, yeah, whatever. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. We own that cancel culture shit. We don't like them stains on our lives. Get them bitches out of my face. He's just like, damn, she. You go hard. God, Jesus. This is amazing. Uh, I, I can't believe it, it was this fast. And, and, and it goes to show you, too, the amount of money that she possessed. You, China can't, can't protect you. you mm-hmm. No, it can't. I mean, and like, this is uh, uh, another of the many billionaires. This is happening to. It just happened to another guy. Billionaire. Billionaires. It just happened to a guy very recently um, who, who was standing right next to Jeff Bezos in terms of wealth, Elon Musk. Uh, he's the guy that made Wei Shin. And he he just, you know, pretty recently was, I think maybe a year ago, was excommunicated. Basically had to get all his shit, just like she did. Pack all your shit, get all your shit in offshore bank accounts and get the fuck out of China because they're going to execute you. And they're going to seize all your accounts. Yeah. And they're going to take everything from you. Well, And, it's and just- they do this periodically because they have to have people to rally against. They have to have enemies for the country. I mean, it's, it's, it's straight out of the 1984 playbook, right? Cultural like you, enemies. you have to, these, these, these people's are enemy of the culture. Yeah. You have to create an enemy and, and then rally the people against it to, to keep them from ever being like, wait, why can't I say what I want to say or like go to websites or what? I have to ask your permission to leave the country. And why can you tell me? No, why can't I, send money to my grandma that lives over here. Like why, you know, once all these questions start coming up, then, you know, possibly there could be a, an overturn of the government. But as long as you keep scapegoats going and, and, and keep business thriving, well, I mean, billi- there are more billionaires in China 
At least there will be. If they're not already more billionaires in China than anywhere else in the world, there they're sure as hell will be because there is... I mean, they don't get in your way at all. There's if a, you start making money, yeah. you want to fucking open up a business, boom. You want to open up another business, boom. You want to, like, there is no, nothing getting in your way. Well, there's also the fear factor, too. The, the, the amount of money, the amount of influence. Yeah. The, the amount, like, the amount of, the breadth of the reach of a person like this. Yeah. The boats they have, the airplanes they have, the, the the people they have access to. And China literally just fucking, like, like a fucking dipshit electrician just, like, walked in, unlocked the box to, like, your fucking switchboard and just turned you off. Yeah, yeah. They, just, they, they've just, done it several times. Just literally yeah. switched you like a breaker. Well, like, especially like a like, breaker in your house switched you all. Well, a person who's become a billionaire and is like obviously very capable has like became famous and then became rich and then like increased their wealth through business, but also who's willing to do things that are huge no nos in China, like casting a Taiwanese, like fucking around with Taiwan. She didn't even do anything egregious. She didn't even say anything about the government. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. But like that just straight up, like I guarantee some Chinese bureaucrat was like, okay, so what's going to happen happen on this press tour? And they were like, what happens if she says something? What, What happens if this person who is like, was the, 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 the star of the most successful television series ever, who like Ooh. is obviously beloved over yeah. here. She's too. Uh, she's too loved to come out and say something a, about Taiwan. Uh, didn't that happen to a magic player? A um, magic player? Yeah. You, um. Uh. I believe it was a magic player. It was uh, uh. Magic the Gathering has an online game. Yeah. Um. I forget what it's called. Like. Uh, anyway. Um. It's it's a big online game. It's very popular in Asia. They love it. Oh no no no! You're talking about Hearthstone. I That's remember what it. you're talking about. Hearthstone. It's not Magic. Yeah. Yes. That's a Wizards. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Or not Wizards. It's yeah. Blizzard. Uh, Blizzard's yeah. game. Yeah. Hearth, Hearthstone. Uh. Blizzard's game. There was a uh, player. Um. I believe it was a Chinese player. Yeah. Yeah. That uh said uh free Hong Kong. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Holy, fucking. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and uh Blizzard capitulated. Yeah. Like a bunch of little bitches. Like a bunch of bitches. Yeah, they like a bunch of capitulated. But but anyway, this and, and he was a he was a top tier. He was like a top five no, player. Yeah, he was a good player in he the just, world. He just won like a national tournament. Yeah, he won yeah. a big tournament. Yeah. A, a giant tournament. And the whole spotlight was on him. And the one thing he said was Free, Free Hong, Hong Kong. Kong. And they're like, no, and, no, no, and, no, and no, they're, no, and they're no, like, no, no. they were like, take his prize money, shut it down. Yeah. They took his prize Cut money. Cut the mic. Take his title. Take his money. Yep. He can't play anymore. Oh, he's banned forever. <laughs> like, like, like yeah. he's banned forever. Yeah. Like God only knows what the fuck he faced when he got back home. China ain't no motherfucking joke. No, they're not. They really are not they're, a fucking joke. Like, like they were a joke 15, 20 years ago. We were made jokes about them, and yeah. they're like, but they're like, no, nah, no, nah, China's for real. Like equally as powerful as the United States, at least at this point. Yeah, if not more. And, and, that's, just, yeah, and, that's, you just, gotta, and that's just like, and it's it's the same thing too. Like when you know, like you know, every person finishes their first semester at college, and their really woke professor opens their eyes to the world of bigotry and fascism around them in the United States. Take a fucking look. Yeah. At what real in a fucking sh- book, reading fucking rainbow, reading fucking fascism. I think you could do all right in China, though. Me. Yeah. Oh, I'd be great. You just keep your fucking yeah. mouth shut I'm, ever about talking shit. Oh, no, no, no. no. I, but, not, <laughs> yeah. but, no but see, I would, I would open my mouth at the right time. Yeah. And they would be like, starting up. They'd right be now. like, this fat American, he's one of us. 
You, they would, they would abandon you in a second. Yeah. Nope. And then I would rise to power. Mm-hmm. No, nope. you would not. <laughs> yes, I you would. would. You would. Oh they would God, kick I, you out of the no, country. No, no, nope. I, I would. And they I, would beat you at best. Nope. I would get in really good shape. I would rise to power, and I, <laughs> and I, I would like regurgitate a bunch of like fucking trash mysticism about bettering their self and like strengthening the soul. And Where would dra- you put it on the internet and dragon energy on what internet on, on, on WeChat? They that, have an duh. internet. WeChat. Yeah. On, yeah. No, on, on, on Weibo. Yeah. Yeah. On WeChat. Yeah. Yeah. Zhao Wei was on Weibo. Not anymore. Oh shit. Like they erased her from the credits of old TV shows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. They fucking, you don't stand a chance. I don't stand a chance. They, that's the level. They don't even want to, like a kid to watch a rerun find of My own, Fair yeah, Princess you and can't be like, find her own IMDb. Who was Xiao Wei? They're like, who is who? Because you didn't even see that name. We erased yeah. it yeah. from the credits. It's crazy, man. Like, it's and, fucking crazy. And like the Xi Jinping, Xi Jinping, you just can't shine that bright because they're just gonna they're gonna spot you and they're gonna be like. Too many people love them. Mm-hmm. That's detracting from the love of Xi Jinping. We don't need cults of personality around yeah. here. We don't need anybody competing for the heart of the, the public. Yeah. yeah, it's all and those love kids are day. those kids were brainwashed to fucking back. I think Americans. I mean, we we are brainwashed to a certain degree for sure, but they were brainwashed way more, and it was pretty obvious to me back when I was there. So now I don't know how fucking bad it's gotten. Like yeah. they over there, they, it was like. There's a couple of like call and responses that you could do with those kids where you would just like be like Japanese people and they'd be like, fuck them. They're piece of shit dogs. Like <laughs> oh for real, God. like they would yeah. Yeah. like you just, you, there were, there were some, some bones that I knew that other older teachers taught me like, you bring this up. They're going to fucking go ham. You bring this up. They're going to go ham. Yeah. And they will. And they fucking will. And, yeah. and, and they will all. And like, it's just so fucking crazy, man. Like they just don't have an adolescence like we do. It's a totally different. It's it's just a totally different societal expectation is, of you as a kid. And the thing too is like if you fuck with that hard programming, you get the violence. If you fuck with them, yeah, and like the hard programming, yeah, and it's for real yeah. though. It, it's it is. There's some like real dope shit about Chinese culture though. I don't want to like go on a shitting train. I think it is dope as fuck. On a shitting train. A shitting train. I don't want. I don't. I want it all aboard. Hey, get off that shitting train! <laughs> don't say that. For the love of God, stop that shitting train! All aboard! Tickets. But I, they, like, I think it is super dope the way they do marriage over there, where your parents buy your house and then you live near your parents and you take care of your parents when you get older. Cause they took care of you and they like, they bought your, your house for you and your wife. I think that shit is real dope. I think the way they have, f- uh, family dinners all around the one table is really dope. I think all that shit is really dope to me. Um, mm-hmm. because like their whole, the whole family raises the kids over there. It's not like right. the dad goes off to work and the mom stays with the kids. Like, no, the parents are right fucking there raising the kid. That's super awesome. And I don't think that that should be, underestimated um but yeah there there's some shit over there that is just whacker than whack yeah the the you know dehumanizing dehumanization of the workforce and, yeah you know the way japanese just, people being dogs you can just get erased from <laughs> yeah i mean culture. thankfully none of us would ever be <laughs> that famous to get erased but if well, you i still happen to people what? 
Well, I'm just saying, like, I could still make my move over there. I mean, like, it's an open market in China, and I could still make... What are you going to do? I you can, don't I mean, even I fucking don't, speak Chinese. I don't, I don't have to. I'm sorry. Bon Jovi didn't speak Japanese, and he sold out every concert in Japan that he ever went to. So you're, you're on the same level as Bon Jovi in I'm, terms I'm of, not, like, I'm not saying accomplishment I'm bon Jovi. and sellability. I, I, I'm just saying that Listen, let's take a second just to appreciate how gorgeous of a man Bon Jovi was when he was young. And also the uh, the there was a Bon Jovi video and, and I also I, a picture of Blake. how Blake <laughs> is the same as Bon Jovi. as Bon Jovi. It's this music video, the the Living on a Prayer music video. It was shot in such a way that it it looks like it could have come out like yesterday, but it is the official music video for fucking Living on a Prayer. It's like a concert video. Right. Well, you can't play that or they're gonna take our fucking episode down probably. No, not I mean first we on podcasts we can play a little audio but I mean they can play a little audio. They're, they're, they're getting better with podcasts. Pretty soon they're going to do it so that you can play like a lot of audio. I'm like look at this. Look at this. Look at this quality. Damn. It actually is it's insane, right? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. They they filmed this with some cinema cameras? I think they must have because at the time like this is This is back when when music videos were like fucking popping though. Yeah, this is an insane fucking quality for that. But see, that's what I'm saying. Like, but this is all Blake. Like, all I'm seeing right, is right. Blake. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> all I'm seeing is Blake. Few, give me a few of these cameras, and and like a couple of writers. And I oh, don't know, Blake. Yeah. This guy's pretty. He's got a, a I mean, magnetism to him. Yeah. Let me tell you something. You go to New Jersey. <laughs> you go to New Jersey and say I'm as big as Bon Jovi. <laughs> <laughs> and if they agree with you, then we'll take it to China. <laughs> we'll get you to China. This story is for you, Blake. Yeah. All right, here we go. From the Latin Times, doctor attempted to hire Hell's Angels to order hit on witness in his opioid fraud trial. <laughs> Fuck yeah. This guy is wild. That's what I'm talking about, man. This is the, this is the America I love. <laughs> this is- Liam Reeves. Save it all day, all every day. A doctor in Connecticut charged with distributing fraudulent opioid prescriptions now also faces obstruction of justice raps for attempting to hire a hitman to kill a witness set to testify against him. Anatoly Brelovsky, a 50-year-old doctor from Wallingford, Connecticut, on leave from the Witness Protection Program in Russia, apparently, (laughs) has been arrested on Friday, August 27th, a few days after his attempt to hire a hitman from the biker gang Hell's Angels went awry, the Daily Beast reported. Brelovsky was busted after he contacted an FBI informant whom he thought was the brother of the president of Hell's Angels, implying that he needed a witness that was set to incriminate him dead and saying, quote, this guy's got to (laughs) go. However, the unnamed informant later alerted the FBI, as informants are wont to do, who then had an undercover agent pose as an assassin to meet up with Brelovsky to clarify his intentions on the matter. The you, uh, hey, uh, you, this uh, Brelovsky guy. So you need what? You need I me heard, to. Uh, uh, I heard you need me to take care of a guy. <laughs> Brelovsky got to go. Brelovsky's meeting with the undercover agent was tense, with him constantly asking about how he knew the informant and bemoaning about his situation. <laughs> "Quote." So I'm just 
you know, in a fucked up place. <laughs> it's hard for me to trust anybody. He said my, to the undercover agent. My Hulu subscription expired, and they're, they're trying s- to get me to bundle with Disney. It's just all fucked up We're right coming now. Coming up on a year mean? with my iPhone, they're going to start charging me for Apple TV. And Ted Lasso still got at least two more episodes. Did you see that they made an adult iCarly? Yeah. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> okay. The covert agent pressed on asked Braylovsky what he wanted him to do. Braylovsky remained cagey about his in- intentions and continually asked the agent to verify his identity, afraid that he was being set up by police officers. <laughs> Spoiler alert. He was. Quote, understand that this is costing me my life, he told the supposed hitman. Braylovsky is undergoing trial right now for healthcare fraud and drug distribution after it was found that he was producing fraudulent opioid prescriptions for people in exchange for money. You know, drug dealing. He was previously warned by the DEA about his unlawful prescriptions, but he took no heed of it, according to the New Haven Register. Isn't that great? The DEA was like, hey, just stop. That's the point. That's the the part of the story that I really wanted to get to. It's like all he had to do was after he knew he had been found out, stop. Writing yeah, fake prescriptions. When later asked stop. if the FBI agent felt any sympathy for the man, <laughs> he responded, no, not really. He was a dumbass. And, <laughs> and kind of a prick. And kind of a prick. <laughs> man, that's, that's, it's just funny. All was like, he's like, are you sure you're not a cop? Sure you're not a cop? I just see him there squirming, like nervous. And be like, hey, if all these thoughts are this guy could be a cop, you should probably walk away. Yeah. Like, because what do you think you're going to get more time for? Do you think you're going to get time for, like, fraud? Or do you think you're going to get more time for uh, trying to hire a hitman to kill a witness? I mean, I still just don't understand how the DEA became aware of what he was doing and was just like, hey, stop (laughs) you know what i mean like what the fuck am i doing with my life could you quit it please please stop being a drug dealer on a massive scale yeah like what the fuck is this shit you're selling heroin yes you you are literally peddling heroin yeah it just it just comes in a really nice bottle and everyone's wearing really clean clothes, and you do it in like a like a weird rent controlled little room in the side of a strip. And mall. you're a member of a country club, and, and everyone's fine. But god damn it, how many fake prescriptions or bogus prescriptions do you have to write a lot before the DEA before gets the DEA involved? catches you? It's like, bro, you're already a doctor. What yeah, making it? mad money. I know there's um I know there's that one oh, god damn it, I forget the name of it. You might be able to Google it, uh, Liam. But I know that there's one like city, it's either in Virginia or West Virginia, that has so much oxycotton come out of it. That if the prescriptions were true, that if like every per every person living in that area <laughs> was, had a prescription for oxycotton, they would be taking like close to two hundred to three hundred of them a day. Like there's like one particular city in in uh, um, I want to say West Virginia. Liam is Google and, <laughs> and it is just like exporting. He's not I mean, gonna get it. Tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands. He's not gonna get it. Hundreds of thousands of this shit. He's not gonna get it. Yeah. I mean, what would you even search? 
West Virginia uh, Oxycontin. We think it's in West Virginia. West Virginia. Let's call it the West Virginia Oxycontin capital. Try Yum that. Yum is googling. Hope he finds it. <laughs> it's like, oh, you didn't see you, huh? Let's see. <laughs> good search suggestion, guys. Oh, it was well, good. It's just, it's real. It's real. I watched a documentary. On. I believe you, Doug. <laughs> Kentucky. Wait, was it Kentucky? <laughs> nope. Type oh, in no. Liam. Don't know a motherfucking thing about oxys. <laughs> Man, I'll find, I'll find it on my fucking phone. But anyway, <laughs> it's yeah, like it, the one time it, I typed in Liam. Fuck you, Liam, on uh, YouTube. There was like a video of some lame dude just being like, "Fuck you, Liam." <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah. It, it was like it was the, the, it was a really mean cadence too. It was like. Fuck you, Liam. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is such bullshit. Because, I, you know, you expected nothing to come out from yeah. that ridiculous search. Fuck you, tar- Tarber. Tarbfer. Fuck you. Is this, <laughs> is this fuck you, Liam? You're afraid to click fuck it. Fuck you, Hannah. Fuck you, Francis Forever. This is just a song. Uh, look at your little jacket. It says pockets on the back. This is awful. Drew Tarver swearing on the teacher's lounge. Mm-mm. See? Anyway, this guy... <laughs> this is the kind of shit. This, the, <laughs> anyway. Really burns me up. Really steams me. You know? What, <laughs> that, what steams you? <laughs> that you can just, you can just, you, you just Google my name, and all of a sudden it's, it's fuck you, Liam, just at a, at a, at a moment's notice. Uh, and all of a sudden I want somebody to say, fuck you, Tarver, and I got to fucking order a cameo. Uh, <laughs> I found <laughs> Wait it. Wait days. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I found it. It's a uh, zero to do with the fucking article. It's ridiculous. First of all, that he tried to hire a hell's angel because (laughs) no one has thought the hell's angels were scary since, I don't know, the 80s. Are they still a thing? I guess they're still a thing. I mean, all they do now is intimidate uh, pedophiles. Right. Like, that's what biker gangs do now is like they go to uh, like court cases where there's like abusers and they'll like come up in and they'll show support for the abused victim mm-hmm. like coming in mass into the in the court and just letting the abuser know like hey you know we're here most intimidating biker i've seen in recent memory is uh trace atkins and the lincoln lawyer you know god yeah see i mean that's it yeah like that's so big yeah the biker is always just big and wears a lot of things with like buckles that make a lot of noise and like boots yeah. and leather yeah I really don't think of them, but when I think of like a tough guy now, though, I really don't think of them. I think of guys with like that are like five eight, mm-hmm. five nine, five ten, well, and have like boxed ears, yeah. and they're just like one eighty five of just nothing but lean muscle, yeah. and they they could just fucking destroy you or anybody who has that like Khabib like monkey gene where they yeah, look yeah, like yeah. when the when the kid mm-hmm. what does when a kid tries to cheat in Jumanji yes 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 and that or they or you just see their fucking hands and they got like fucking big cement block fists yeah. Those are the t- people that I'm like, oh, that's a scary motherfucker. Yeah. But bikers, it's mainly just a show Though, you know, of I intimidation. Say, I'm, I'm remembering now uh, in the pre-COVID days, we were at a bar and there was a fella who came out of the bar kind of drunk, kind of rowdy and started fucking with. Oh, yes. A real biker's No, bike. yeah. That, that was like, yeah. And that was a, yeah. And there mm-hmm. were two real Hard bikers. Yeah, yeah. The, not the show guys. No, not the show guys. Not mm-hmm. the people who are showing up to the Sturgis Alley to watch rally to watch Smash, Smash Mouth. Play. Not the guys that go to <laughs> that show up to COVID. BJ's every weekend. Yeah, and just <laughs> and, fucking chain smoke cigarettes and, at the edge of and wear boots. But 
the these guys were like affiliated. Yeah, these are real motherfucking and bikers. They you're beat right. the dog shit out of them. They beat the dog shit out of him with yeah. zero hesitation. And there was you're nothing right, that done. anybody else could have done to no, stop that. No, they really fucked him up. You're you're right. Those those bikers are scary. Yeah, but they're not the ones that sh- that fucking try to intimidate you. Yeah, they are just tough dudes. Yeah. Well, and honestly, if you're not spending like a million dollars and you're trying to hire a hitman. That person is a cop. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> like, yeah. That's just, I think that's just kind of how it works with Hitman. Like, Hitmen are not available to, yeah. the, to the 99%. No, no, no. If you, you have to spend someone, an exorbitant, like 500 grand or something like, yeah. Yeah, like that. It's got to be like a life changing amount of money. Yeah. Which 500 grand is. I wonder how yeah. much you have to pay to get like the Havana syndrome. I'm sorry. I don't even know what that is. Y'all don't know about Havana syndrome? No. Tell uh, us about it. That's where they're uh, targeting uh, U.S. and Canadian diplomats with, like, charged microwave guns. What? Huh? Yeah. Y'all don't know about this? No. Yeah, they've been bringing people in. Trump made a whole thing about it when he kicked all of, like, the Cuban nationals out. He was like, y'all got Havana syndrome. Y'all fucking shit up. And Trump kicked a bunch of uh, Cuban uh, diplomats out because uh, there were United States diplomats that were having these really weird symptoms, like really bad migraines, bleeding noses, all this different shit. And they're trying to understand exactly what's going on. But right now they have no idea what it, what it is. They just call it the Havana syndrome. Mm-hmm. And their best guess is that someone has built a giant fucking focusing, harnessing ray. And they're hitting you with microwaves. What did he say? <laughs> it is called... It is called Havana Syndrome. It's a ray gun, a microwave gun. Who who is who is shooting? That's their guess. Sounds like a Russia thing. Mm -hmm. Now, be careful saying the R word. (laughs) But uh, but yeah, it's uh, the people that have been targeted right now have been United States diplomats and Canadian diplomats. At least that we know of. They've probably been like hitting other people with it. They just don't talk about it. They're probably like, we did a lot of blow. My nose is bleeding. But, like, <laughs> but other other people are like, you know, I've got really bad like migraines well, and like the crazy thing when it comes to like like espionage and CIA type shit like that. Like you know, like foreign like assassinations and coups and king, like king making and shit. Is that like the the levels of insanity? that have uh, in plans that have been approved by the U S government that we know about now, like, like the fucking, like the entire plot of Argo <laughs> and like, yeah, that's what I'm saying, like, man. Or, or just like the way that they like, like on little like declassified things that would just be like, yeah, we would definitely just like, we, we, when we had this guy set up, they were building an embassy and we had them build the, the window for this person's office pointing this way so that we could spy on them with a little like, like satellite gun, like, and, and record everything that they said for literal years. Like, it's easy to believe things like that. Yeah, you don't need. A, I mean, you don't need Mark a fucking guns. assassin. I want to hire someone to do the Havana syndrome, mm-hmm. the slow kill. I want to turn them into. No one's a, died from it though. What? No, not yet. But it has really hurt a lot of people. Well, it just made them feel bad, and maybe they can't have kids. It's hard to say because they're thinking it's doing neurological damage to them. The slow burn, huh? The slow burn. Yeah. Maybe they got Biden with it. No, I think no, I, think, I, think, I, was I think to throw time, a bone, I was gonna say yeah. I think time got time. I was got trying to throw Blake <laughs> yeah, yeah, a bone. I was yeah, trying to throw him and his his horde of 
Now Kamala Trumpian. Now Kamala hands. Harris, on the other hand. Do you still call him Nanner Hands Biden? You talking, you talking about creepy Uncle Joe? <laughs> you talking about that man who got that thing on him? Yeah. Keep that thing, banana hands. <laughs> I wish <laughs> I wish that were like the, I, one of the yeah. things. They would just be like, no, my president's old. Nanner hands. You yeah, know, got that thing, make that thing swing. Yeah, y'all had that little peep He got that boom, boom. I'm saying he can pick up two tall boys. One with one hand. Palm, palm two it's tall boys. Palm two tall boys with one hand. It's hard to do. Yeah. He fills out Shaq's palm print on a basketball. You know what I'm saying? My The last story of today, and then we'll just end. Gray Wolf spotted on Central Coast for first time in over 100 years. That That is me. <laughs> I am a Gray Wolf coon. And oh, no. uh, <laughs> I'm a gray wolf. I was spotted off the coast. I'm that once in a century. I was waiting for the next one. It was, be, it was be like promptly shot by a local farmer. Now the spirit of the gray wolf lives through this, me. This, it's hilarious to me that it's a story because they're just like, well, yeah, we thought we lost him. We cut we he, his tracker wasn't popping up, but then we we caught him on Bill's camera. I think they just have been extinct. He's, he's like okay. they've been dead. And like they spotted subterranean one in this area, like I think they just <laughs> haven't spotted a gray wolf in this area for a hundred years. Yeah, yeah. He, but they they've been tracking them from the Oregon border, and like he he, he crossed eighteen counties and several major highways before its radio collar stopped transmitting a signal. So they were already tracking him. That's wild. And then they're probably because I think gray wolves are endangered. Yeah. And then they were like, "Well, we lost them." And then he just shows up on a fucking wildlife camera in Kern County. Damn, <laughs> like, that's damn. a really far way away. It's yeah. a goddamn skinwalker. Is that's what it probably is. because it's me. <laughs> and I am the gray wolf. And Tarverkin. I am a Tarverkin. Oh. <laughs> gray wolf again. I'm Liam Kern County. <laughs> oh, the la- oh, the last thing I wanted to tell y'all was I found it. It was Williamson, West Virginia, 20.8 million hydrocodon and oxycodon sent to a town of 3,000 people. Jesus. That was the one I was trying to tell you. Are they like the one hospital or doctor's office for miles? I mean, they are literally like one of the just distribution hubs of illegal pharmaceuticals. They're like, we move some opioids. They said it was like like 6,500 pills per person per year just for residents. And everyone was like, nothing to see here. What was that damn show? The something, somethings of West Virginia. Oh, the wild, wild whites, oh my wild yeah. wonderful whites, or something oh like that. God. That's them, probably. Oh, mm-hmm. they uh, recently. Uh, what was the, what was the name of the company? Um, the Oxycontin Company. I forget their name. Oh yeah. Um, they recently just had to pay an exorbitant amount of money, nowhere near as much as they made off of the lives and destruction of all the people that they killed. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, they the should family. All, yeah. They should all be put to death. Yeah. As well, uh, Purdue. It was Purdue yeah, Pharma. Purdue Pharma. Purdue Pharma. I, forget the, I forget the name of the family though. Yeah, yeah, the Purdue Pharma family—the ones that engineered the biggest opioid epidemic to ever, uh, the biggest opioid epidemic since uh, that time. Like Britain went to war yep. in China yep. over fucking um, uh, opium. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what they, was it called? Yeah, opium. Yeah, yeah opium. Yeah. They should be put to death. 
And uh, and you know that's on that's that's tap snaps. I'm your host, Blake <laughs> Weatherly. You know, every now and again, I wish death on a lot of people. Some some deserve it. Some of them don't. Sometimes I'm facetious. China, if you're listening, um, I'm a believer and I capitulate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I believe we all capitulate. I do not. I do not capitulate. <sighs> <laughs> I do encourage you all to buy to buy stock in uh, Invermectin and Hogecoin. Yeah, and uh, Cummies. Cummies. No, 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 no. You missed the cum rocket train. It's already. It's on. already. It's already no, I'm telling. No, Invermectin's still on the rise. Uh, though, you know, if you can buy stock in like a like like farms like Tractor Supply or places where they're like like horse or or, or you know labor animal uh, medicine can be sold, uh, go ahead and grab some of that up. Thank me later. Also, I forgot to tell y'all. I started these dummies is buying it all up. I bought <laughs> a online race horse. Huh? To race, there's a racing simulator. You're really mm-hmm. getting into gambling, huh? Well, you had to buy it with Ethereum, mm-hmm. and then I have to race my horse for money, and I can breed it with other horses, but it's all through cryptocurrency. You getting into some weird shit? I, yeah. It's getting kind of deep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I named my horse. You're gonna be asking me for money soon. I named my horse Tarver. This is gonna be. <laughs> I, I can just see it. He's gonna be asking me for money. Soon. Well, I'm gonna listen, Tarver. It's a sure thing. Yeah. He's like, I got a buddy who's got a formula He's for every <laughs> NC, every college basketball game. <laughs> oh Lord. All righty then. Thanks for listening. Bye, That's Ho- been Tat Snaps by Hogecoin. You know, get your weight. <laughs> <laughs>